Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Woo-hoo. Welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. And with me, as always, is Ariel. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she's right there. She's right there. <laughs> Woo. So what's up? What's going what's up? on? We went in the ocean today. Yeah, did a little splishing. Honestly, we first time this year. I know that sounds a little strange considering we live on the beach, basically. It's still really cold. The water is not not above 68 degrees, so that was a chilly one getting in there today. It was not as advertised yeah. by the the kids that were just gleefully just running around and those kids are from the midwest the so yeah, i think you're right because that water was frigid yeah frigid froze my little balls off out there yeah really that mean ocean that makes one of us it's a good time though Jeez, yeah we, we, we were it in was such so a, hot such a dismal may gray you know we yeah had the may gray then the, then the june gloom you know uh-huh. and then after the new the the june gloom had the no sky July going on. Yeah, you love saying that. Got the then next uh, next yeah, month we could uh, look for, forward to a fogist. Oh my God! Oh, I, I married it. I like that. I married it. Because it's foggy. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Fogist. Hopefully not. Don't speak that into existence. But I then don't you get to the the shit. embers, sembers, and tem- timber timbers, and then yeah, I don't right. really know a funny quip for. Well, you won't have to because it's always gorgeous here during that time of year. And it's so, it's been nice this week too. But, you know, it was, I got up at, sprung up out of bed at 6.30 and felt like someone injected me with caffeine and I went for a run and it was like perfect temperature. But as soon as I got back, I knew that we had to get our walk done because it was going to get hot. Arose such a clatter. Yeah, really. You, you jumped Did out I wake of bed. you up? No. Of course not. No, I sleep like a... Like a rock. I was going to say like I'm a baby. I'm like a rock. <laughs> I sleep like a baby rock. Rock me baby. Yeah, baby. I just pictured like a, like a really ill-shaped rock with like a painted face on it, like in my bed with me. Oh, like a pet rock? Yeah. Like mm. you are my rock. We can get you one. Eh, don't. I liked that Sephora gift card you got me. That was useful today. <laughs> What's today's episode all about? Baby... It's all about weddings. It's wedding season, kid. <laughs> all about weddings. Yeah. I've been to a couple weddings. Is it wedding season? Yes. When is when is the definitive wedding season? Well, for me? me, when I was partaking in the industry, it was it was almost like random every year for me anyway, but I find that summer and early fall, even into late fall here is very busy with weddings. And then, like, January, February, March, you're going to have those couples that want to get married kind of on the off-season. But those kind of weddings are when people do it in, like, Palm Springs or when it's hotter out in the desert than it is here on the coast. But, you know, it really depends. But right now, there's a lot of people getting married, and we're coming up on our one year. One year of marriage. Anniversary. They say the first year of marriage can be the most challenging. I don't know who said that. Actually, I really don't know. I I, I even said that out loud because I, I feel like I heard it. You've heard that, right? Yeah, I definitely have heard that before. I've heard that. But I think that it's when people say that, they're talking about they're living together for the first time ever. And it's the first year of living together. 
So, of course, that's going to be a little challenging. I mean, you're getting used to it. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get. But we didn't have that experience. (laughs) So this was like, to me, this was one of our best years ever. If I had to rate it, you know? Well, we've lived together for a long time. So there's not this, you know, figuring out whose toothbrush goes where and laundry and cleanliness habits. You, You learn a whole new part of a person and a lot of people get married and then they move in yeah together. and that's fine respect you, you have a whole nother yeah a whole nother layer of respect there yeah because then you just had gotta figure it out yeah so we're gonna talk about weddings today we're gonna break it up into some different parts but if you didn't know i used to document weddings truth for a very long time it was a big part of my career for many years so I definitely got into that because people started asking and I would you know it was kind of like a learn as you go situation I never really had a mentor or watched anybody or had an assistant (laughs) until you started coming with me at the very end yeah of my time doing that so it is definitely an interesting very challenging just all around it's a hard gig gotta say so if you've ever seen a wedding photographer at a wedding they're probably going to be there for like 14 hours yeah they're (laughs) from the beginning till the end i mean there's different packages you can get typically it's anywhere from 10 to 14 hours for the one day and then a couple times I'd have double headers on the weekends and gosh and it goes by so fast it really does it's the it's the job that's gone by the fastest yeah, on I've, one day I've worked maybe what six seven yeah. weddings with you You just so happened to come to like the ones that were the most fun <laughs> Yeah, like the ones where we got to travel we went to Nashville for one we went to upstate New York for one we had some great local weddings that he helped me with at the very end. What did you think about just that job as a whole and like kind of being not thrown into it, but like I definitely had you help me because I knew that you could do it, but it was also out of convenience because we're under the same household and all the money would go to us anyway. I wouldn't have to pay an assistant. Well, it also there is, I feel, a benefit when I came on usually when people are getting ready yeah that was like the biggest benefit maybe is you know you got to be with the gals and when you're with the gals getting those intimate moments those precious you know putting on the dress or makeup yeah. hair all the all that stuff it's it's crucial to to document all that but while you're doing that the guys are you know <laughs> you don't know what the guys are doing right. because you're with the the ladies well i used to go back and forth so yeah you'd go back and forth yeah. which but but you can't be in two places at once right and you're uh-huh. and you're missing there's stuff you're missing so you know i come in and obviously you're going to be with the gals and i'm going to be with the guys yep i'm just chilling with the guys now and it's like taking shots of jameson and exchanging leather goods <laughs> they're like one by one like in mul- multiple weddings that i worked one by one coming up to me with a beer or a shot of whiskey going oh, yeah. like oh let's get a shot for the cameraman and i'm, and I'm just like uh no nah, you know it's it's 10 <laughs> you know it's 10 a.m it's 10 a.m i just got here yeah um you know i'm 
I'm cool. I'm cool. But then after about like noon and like the fifth or sixth guy has already done it, it's just, you know, you're just, sometimes you get swept up in the, the moment. Yeah, and we've some we've seen some some fallen groomsmen, and we've seen excited grooms. It's very funny. It's a very very interesting thing to watch. But for the most part, I felt like I would drive away feeling so good and so happy for the couple, and I would always leave feeling pretty fulfilled for the most part, and just like I got to be a part of something really special. And now that we've had our own wedding I feel even more that way if I I would feel more that way if I shot a wedding since our wedding does that make sense oh definitely got a little tongue-tied there yeah <laughs> yeah I think it's just it's one of those jobs that you can be you can be okay at it yeah and probably do a good job but there's like all the it's like any job you can go totally. to that next level where you're just, you know, it's like second nature. You just know where to go. You're, and it's, you're, you're basically like hurting people that are incoherent. Yes. <laughs> they're like, dr- they're either what drunk. What do you mean? They're like, drunk. Just, they're old. They they're caught up in the bliss of everything. They can't speak. They can't hear you. You know, maybe you're yelling over maybe music, whether you're inside, you're outside. Not you everyone got, is incoherent. You get like eight people up there and they're yeah. all good. But then like you, you only got the eight and it's like, where's grandma Nunu? You got to get grandma <laughs> Nunu over here. Get her in. And she's not there. She's in like the bathroom. It's like, okay, well then, okay, Jones family, we got to get you out. Smith family, now you got to get in. And yeah. then the Smith family gets in and then Nunu shows up. But then where are the twins? Where are the twin boys and go? And then where? all the while we're losing sunlight <laughs> yeah. to shoot the couple that is having the wedding in the first and place. It's, so it's this controlled chaos. That's yeah. so, it's beautiful. Anytime any art form, it's like this controlled, it's spontaneous. You only get the one shot at it. Yeah. Anytime that's the case, you only get the one crack at it. You know, if a cloud comes in and you it starts to it. rain, yeah. you just got to roll with it. You can't do anything about it if someone, you know, falls down or if someone gets dirty or, you know, there's a million different things. I mean, Michelle that did our wedding. Yeah. V Tyler photos. What's up, baby? Yeah, she's fabulous. And then she had to, you know, I, for my wedding, I had a bunch of uh, scrapes all over my face. Yeah. If you heard our episode all about being married, we told the story as to why Bennett had a black eye for our wedding. That's so episode two. She did an amazing job <laughs> yeah. of always getting my good side. Yeah. Which, you know, usually I used to, or at least up until then, I only had, I had two good sides. Well, we actually ended up switching sides at the altar so that your wound would face David, our efficient. Both of, to be clear. <laughs> so your face wouldn't be on the outside facing everybody. Both of my sides are my good side. <laughs> then I injured one of my sides. It wasn't, yeah. it was out of commission. Temporarily yeah. out of commission, might I add. Because your main man, Bennett, cannot be stopped only hope to contain yeah did you burp a little bit during that it was more of i was just repositioning yeah kind of like some air escape you could call it a burp but it didn't really feel like a burp burp alert we'll take that out so i would always feel pretty relieved after the ceremony was over in terms of shooting everything Mm, because then that meant like okay like one of the really 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 important parts is over and it's all good and I never walked away feeling like ah oh, crap I didn't get that you well, know yeah and as a director you or as a photographer rather you can't direct what's happening 
at every moment. Exactly. You can only direct, you know, a handful of moments. You kind of schedule those throughout the, the day, right? Right. But the, the ceremony is definitely the one where it's like you got to you gotta know your angles, yeah. know who's coming, what direction, and, you know, know, know your places. And you're the, in my experience, too, as both someone that's worked a wedding and someone that's gone to a bunch of weddings, and I'm, I'm conflicted on this point. When you see the photographer just like running all around yeah during the ceremony yeah now they have to do that they have to get up close they got to get these shots they got and they have to, and time is of the essence right but what supersedes that in my opinion is like them like being a fly on the wall like don't bring attention to yourself you know so yeah. if you're like making a spectacle like sprinting all around with your camera that's why they usually wear black yeah be nimble be like a little ninja you got it they got to like come in and out yeah and they're the only people that get to move around like that at a ceremony everyone else you gotta sit down shut up you gotta let the guy do the talk do you know whoever's saying the thing and then they get to go up and they can snap their their pictures or their video and what's really special about being the photographer at a wedding is that you essentially are spending the most time with the couple more than anybody else that day you get to see every little intimate moment and detail and hang out with them and be with them the entire day so I always felt super lucky that people chose me to do that on the most important day of their lives so it's it's pretty crazy and I'm really really glad that I did that for as long as I did and I wouldn't be opposed to jumping back in in the future. You, you know? definitely get a crash course, cra- crass, <laughs> crass course, crash course. <laughs> My God! <laughs> My God! I'm just so. What are you trying oh to say? God, I'm gonna cut all this out. What I'm are you trying to say? Crash course. I'm gonna throw my computer out okay. the window. Okay. Okay. Coming on. back. Coming back. It's coming back online. What were you talking about? You said you were going to... Something about a crash course? Oh, yeah. So you're doing like this thing, a crash course. There we go. There you go. Got it on that on that uh, take. The, a crash course in getting your photography skills. Phototography. Yeah. Like, I definitely took away so many photography skills from doing weddings. Because you've got to work lighting timing switching out lenses sim cards batteries you know the whole management of all all the processes and the months of prep work to plan and schedule certain times of the wedding that would be best for lighting and certain couples were into that and certain couples were not into that like they had a plan ready to go by the time that they were about to book me and I had no say in lighting or giving recommendations on locations for certain things in terms of like where portraits are going to be or what time of day we should work it into the photo aspect of everything because essentially it it makes a huge difference. I'm not saying like, oh, I would change the entire look of the ceremony. It's more like if you're choosing between two different locations and you end up going with the one that was in the shade you're gonna get way better pictures and be much happier with them in the end so little things like that there's a lot of prep work that went into it beforehand and then 
after the fact is a whole other ball game. And it would take me between, I don't know, just hours and hours, like hours on end, multiple weeks at a time to edit a wedding. And I would do anywhere from eight to 10,000 pictures on the wedding day. Just to give you an idea. It's a lot. That's a lot of pics. But you want to you wanna have your bases covered, you know? You don't want to be missing anything. I overshoot, so that's just, that's just how I roll. But especially for weddings because it's so important. And you get lucky that way, too, if you yeah. overshoot. Yeah. That's when you end up getting that thing. The you, gold. Yeah, maybe you didn't mean to get. I also wanted to say that on the wedding days that did rain, those ended up being some of my favorite pictures that I've done mm. for weddings. And it rained on our wedding day a little bit, too. It's good luck. It did. Yeah. And, you know, did that ruin everything? No, but it did two days before when I had to <laughs> make the decision that we were going to get a tent to go over our reception. I was not happy about that. I was very... Do you remember that when I was sitting at your parents' dining room table crying? Because we had to get a tent. <laughs> I was having a moment. I do. You had already hurt yourself, and I was very, I was in a state of just shock and, like, I wanted, I just wanted the day to come, and, you know, it did, and everything was perfect, so it's all good. Yeah, sometimes you need to put the down payment on the, uh, the you tent. know, the tent thousands whether whether it rains or not <laughs> yeah and then that's just the way it is yeah and kudos you know <laughs> and then did it rain a yeah. little tiny Kinda, bit it, it yeah. rained a couple drops so there you go in august in seattle who would have thought i mean a lot it's kind of hit or yeah, miss, yeah, hit or miss. <laughs> you just said seattle and rain in the same sentence and then said who would have thought it's like everyone <laughs> i know what i said <laughs> like nighty night <laughs> It will rain tonight. Mm, the smell of rain. <laughs> what? <laughs> the smell of rain. Well, what would you think is like, would you, so we got married in Bellevue, Washington, a place called the Robinswood House. I loved it. It was great it was location. Great. Super fun. Very affordable. And it was also right uh, close by to where I grew up. Um, where you know, a lot of my family is, a lot of your family yeah, is. Yeah, where both of our family is. It just seemed Right kind of, off a couple freeways. It seemed fitting. Yeah. It seemed convenient and comfortable. But it was also very intimate, and it seemed like you were maybe in the middle of nowhere, but you were on, like, a main street, but you couldn't tell. Yeah, that was the other I thing that. I liked about it was it felt, like, when we went to visit it, it felt kind of like a blank canvas. Yeah. Like, you could style it or however like the the energy that you would bring with your family and friends like the party that you're bringing that that wedding whatever it, it's it it could look good there yeah that's what i was thinking we also went to go look at it in the dead of winter and i knew that it was gonna be in the yeah, summer when everything was bloomed and everything ended up being so gorgeous they have great flowers there just planted in general what do you think is the craziest thing that you ever saw in all your years of working weddings i mean i saw some stuff there's a that couple things i wouldn't I say i wouldn't say crazy but i just you know when the party gets to that next level oh, and yeah, yeah baby that party is like cooking all of a sudden you look around and you notice like okay all the kids are gone 
and like the 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 main group of people like the older people are gone it's we're getting down to the guys that are there just going back and forth from the dance floor oh, to yeah. the bar. Oh, yeah. I have something I thought of instantly. Do, maybe doing some cake stands. All of a sudden, the, 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 whoever's tending the bar, they're gone for some reason. <laughs> they left. They're shifting. People are just raiding the shift, liquor. Their shift oh, ended at uh, 10 o'clock, yep. but somehow. Um, but you've got the venue till 12, so yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> so you got two hours of open bar, dude. On your own. <laughs> the first thing i thought of in the most like positive amazing light was rachel and michael's reception how they had the like beautiful dinner in this amazing tent and their location was insane it was in the catskill mountains in new york that's right loved that one and then after everyone who wanted to come to this after party that was in this like old cool bar dance like what would you even call that place yeah i'd call it like a mountain bar but no one else is in there except for everyone that was at the wedding yeah it seemed kind of like a log cabin mixed with a barn it was so fitting for the wedding it was perfect and it was across the street from the venue everyone just walked over there Someone ordered like 20 large pepperoni pizzas and everyone was just drinking and dancing and the couple had like a fast choreographed first dance and it was like disco lights and just every just so good. I can't even put it into words. It was it was amazing. Yeah, not every person gets married and then after you get married and you have your dinner and everything, you hop across the street and throw a party in a bar oh yeah it was cool and then a select few of those people everyone shows up for the party everyone's eating pizza having a good time you look around where's the husband and wife you don't know and then they like all of a sudden they shoot down like a spotlight they emerge and they do like a full-on choreographed <laughs> full-on uh a- a- excellent dance oh, routine so, so kudos to them for yeah. you know again just set, set and up she such a like bar. she changed into this like really cute white romper or jumpsuit i think and it was just so so perfect that was one of my favorites and then another really great party and just the whole thing from start to finish was kevin and kim it was a formal attire (laughs) like you had to dress fancy which we were so excited about yeah i had my my black tux full-on tuxedo moment yeah looked like uh, Jim Bond. Jim Bond. <laughs> looked like a good so, old good old double O five Jim Bond over there. Yeah, he looked pretty good. <laughs> looked so, pretty good with the, looking like a like a like a double O uh, you know <laughs> like a double O three uh, <laughs> Jimmy Bond. You all know? right, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> that wedding was out in the desert, and it was just so well done whoever produced that wedding did such a good job i just loved every minute of it my favorite catering company was there miho michelle our wedding photographer shot the wedding great company loved our table it was just our friend jill did the flowers jill did the flowers she did our wedding too so Mm -hmm. it was a crew of just amazing vendors and i just looked around and i was like this is the most beautiful wedding i've ever been to 
and the party was insane afterwards. It was one of the first really, really fun weddings I'd been to since I stopped shooting. Yeah, that, that was felt good. excellent party. Great people. Kevin and Kim's wedding high watermark high, in wedding high, attendance. High I feel like we've gone to a, God, a lot of weddings. I know, there's so many good ones, but those are a couple that stood out. And there are some other ones that I shot where the party just kept going and going and going. And it's like, at what point do you approach the drunk aunt and ask her about that check? <laughs> when she told you at 10 a.m., like, oh, yeah, just come up to me later and grab it. And it's like, yeah, no big deal. Now it's, was like, earlier on. It's, now it's like midnight. Yeah. And you're like, she can't, you know, she's sleeping with one eye open. There was one weekend where I had a double header. I had a Friday couple and then that was a full day and then the following day was a full Saturday and their particular wedding was scheduled so that they had less time doing everything except for the reception and I swear to God the reception was eight hours long and like six or five hours of dancing it felt like and I was at the end of a double header and they'd booked me for the entire day until the lights went out and I was just I was so done it was like the last half an hour and I had probably gotten probably like 5,000 shots of like dancing and reception you can only get so many it's yeah they're not gonna change after a while it's it's pretty uh pretty one note in terms of dancing pictures but you know you live and you learn i don't know what i learned but that was a long day (laughs) as a wedding guest what's good form in terms of like do do, do you just show up do you have a responsibility bring a gift be dressed well Well, yeah i mean for us we didn't ask for gifts we registered for our honeymoon so that was different i mean a lot of people brought cards which was really 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 sweet i still have all of them um i would say if the couple registered for gifts that you wrap up that are that can be physically brought to the wedding you bring it you bring it to the wedding Unless they specifically say, order it online and ship it to this address, which some people do. We were given a gift at our wedding. Oh my God, I forgot about this. That didn't have a name tag. No one knows who brought the gift. It was poorly wrapped. (laughs) We have gone through literally everyone that came to our wedding one by one and tried to find out who brought it. Nobody brought it. It was like a colorful dishware set, and I don't know where it came from. I mean, I can take a couple guesses as to where somebody bought when that she kind says of thing from. Colorful but... dishware set. It's well, like it has like three dimensional florals and no, birds on it. No, 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 no. More like um, solid colors that are different and like muted. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for bringing that, whoever brought that. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but thanks. I don't even know. I think we... Do we even know where that is? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think that we we may have rewrapped it and just left it there. We may have donated it to the venue. <laughs> and that's how... I don't know, though. And it just keeps on getting passed along. I Maybe don't know. that's why. Maybe that's how. Oh. 
that maybe the venue, the venue just tries like, to screw push it. it on everybody mm-hmm. that comes. And there's someone that's been at that. I've been at this place for thirty years, and nobody will take the <laughs> nobody will take the plates. <laughs> they always unwrap it and they leave it. And then I have one square inch of wrapping paper left to put over it the next time. <laughs> I know we're about to actually when this episode airs tuesday mm-hmm. it's tuesday today tuesday the 29th well it's not tuesday today but if you're listening to this it could be could be it's whatever day you want it to be baby yeah but this when this airs we'll be on a boat very large pretty uh, big cruise boat. cruise uh boat yep going around the alaskan uh waterways yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah going perhaps to the denali park I don't know about that, but that sounds good to me if you and want to. And might even see some whales. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. That's all I got. Yeah, the reason he brought this up is because <laughs> my brother and his fiance are getting married on the cruise. If you've seen... Let's take a moment. Yeah, congratulations. Love you guys. If you've seen my baby nephew, Sebastian, those are his parents and they're getting married. And we're so excited. So we're leaving on Saturday. And when you hear this, we will be out at sea on Dramamine and probably eating everything that we can. They'll be married. Yeah, they'll be married by this time. Hallelujah. So so we're recording this. They're single. And fingers crossed, everything goes according to plan. They will be wedded by the time this is available for purchase for free. It's free. Via (laughs) links. It is free. So we're flying to Seattle on Saturday morning and we'll be out for a week. We thought that this topic would be appropriate for this time right now. And it's wedding season and our anniversary is coming up. And my parents' anniversary is on August 1st. And did you know that my dad's parents' anniversary is also on August 1st? Wow. Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa Bay. What is, is this their what? This I know they uh, they're way past their fiftieth. I'll have to ask my dad. Yeah, because what are your parents at? Thirty. Oh gosh, I'm really bad at math. Eight, nineteen eighty one. So, someone's doing quick math right now. Thirty eight. Me. Thirty. I think math. it's thirty eight. Lucky thirty eight. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the that's a goal, right? For a lot of people, is to get married, have a wedding. Yeah. That's the whole, you know, that's My part of My parents had like hundreds of people at their wedding. Did you know that? Yeah. They hundreds. Had a huge, they had a huge family and then so a lot popular. of friends and yeah, just really cool people. Well, yeah. My dad has really like cool weddings. a thousand siblings. And when I say a thousand, I mean like six or seven. <laughs> cool guy like Darren. Yeah. Cool guy like Carol. You got a guy respected. Yeah. And now this wedding that we're, you know, Simon's wedding. Yeah. On this boat. It's a destination wedding. Technically, yeah, it is. This, that's what this would yeah. be called. It's called a destination wedding. Definitely, yes. Because we're going somewhere for it. Right. Pros and cons. Pros and cons of destination weddings. Pros and cons of destination wedding. As a guest or as someone having a wedding. Because we, we technically had a destination wedding too. Technically. It didn't feel like it though. You know what I mean? I don't think we did. It felt like we went home to Washington, B 
because everybody else was there. If the majority, it's like we went to the party. If the majority of people attending oh, didn't have to travel an exorbitant distance, I don't believe that to be a You're destination right. wedding. I retract. A destination wedding is, hey gang, we're getting married on the moon. If you want to come to the moon, see you on the moon. Yep. Here's a website that tells you how to get there. <laughs> like that's, so, that's basically that. That's what it would be. Right. I would say. Hawaii. I would say a pro if if you're the one getting married, like if you are the bride or groom. One pro is that you get this dream location, right? Obviously, you picked it for a reason. You're basically already on your honeymoon. Basically, and then that is another thing. You've already flown to your honeymoon, and you just stay for a week or 10 days or whatever another pro and this is like really um (laughs) really like swindly of me but people i mean i would say less people are going to be inclined to go to a destination wedding yeah which makes your wedding a little bit more affordable if you look at it that way potentially (laughs) yeah i see what you're saying you know could be because you have less people to feed and so forth yeah mm-hmm. but at the same time you typically then a destination wedding the price per person is higher that's true so it's kind of like a little balancing act there yeah sometimes i say things and don't think about all the options you know yeah <laughs> yeah i do another pro is that i mean obviously dream location cons Cons for destination wedding. Another con is not having people come. That is a con. That is considered a con, too. It's like it can go both ways. It just depends on how you look at it. And another one would be just cost in general. That's true. Planning from afar is difficult. I went through that with ours. I will say that there were times I wished I was living up there just for planning purposes. I never really was able to get together with my planner in person or see the venue like close to when we were going to be there. I only saw it once in person during the opposite season. So, which is fine. It's just, it just depends on how you roll. Depends on what you want out of a wedding. It really does. I'm a really easygoing guy. I'm really uh, not that picky. And the experience that I wanted... I wanted just to basically have a family reunion. Yeah. Um, and I there was friends and family I hadn't seen in a very long time. Some family I hadn't even met. And Of your own? No, of, like of your family. Oh, yeah. So, you know, th- that's what I wanted and that's what I got. So I got 10 out of 10 all-star st- all uh, well, all roster. Well, if you are merging with the Vey family there is a chance that you may never meet everybody <laughs> because it's that big it'll take you that long to see everyone at once or meet everybody yeah, you know what i mean it's a big family yeah you know shout out to all the d's yep you know who you are everyone well, all my the dad's d's, side has all a the d d's <laughs> and the m yeah yeah do you think that our wedding day went by in five minutes or <laughs> what seems like five minutes oh yeah because it did for me for sure uh, everything about it at the wedding yeah. day and then the day after we went straight to positano yep so 
goes by really fast. It really does. And yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Just try and soak it up while it's happening. Right. And then all of a sudden it's over and, uh, you know, I, I did a great job, I feel, of enjoying it, um, like trying to take it in, trying yeah. to stay in the moment. But I also like I didn't drink leading up to the wedding because, you know, daddy's trying to look good. He's trying to lose, was trying to look good for the pics, even yeah. though, you know, the face. Right. Uh, and I was wearing a baggy suit. So I don't know what the f- I was doing. God dang. Just... Anyway. Um, so what was I saying? Anyway. You uh, were trying to enjoy the day as much I as you could. I was enjoying the day as much as possible. But then, you made, and then I started drinking some beers, you know, got a little bit of the jitters, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of the, oh, I get, there, there's my brother, you know, there's my dad, and there's, you know, some people. So, you know, I started drinking some beers. All of a sudden, the jitters go away, but... Yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was, I wasn't, I had a different kind of buzz. I had like this adrenaline buzz kind of oh, all day. Oh, yeah. Totally. Just kind of buzzing. But then, yeah, it was, it went by very, very quickly. Yeah. And I remember, what? I remember when the reception started, uh, there were people that came up to me that had to basically leave like right away. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, geez, this is going by so fast. I didn't even, talk to this person right you know what i mean did Not, they even eat no or no, like i think everybody ate or like then. some people yeah it's just you know it just goes by goes yeah. by way too fast i will say that i definitely stressed out about certain things that ended up being totally <laughs> like what just certain details that i was trying to decide on or I waited too long to plan because I was traveling so much right before our wedding last year. Um, Just things that didn't end up really mattering that much at all and ended up working out better in the end anyway. There were certain times last year when we were planning where I would just lose it because I felt so overwhelmed with work and planning on my own and it wasn't until after that point that I looked for planners and ended up going with gather events which everybody should do if they live in the pacific northwest (laughs) i loved them but i just it was a situation that i put myself in that was not totally necessary in terms of extra energy that i was getting stressed about so and then all that to say the day felt like it lasted five minutes and then the things that you were thinking about aren't even what you're paying attention to in those five minutes anyway you know yeah i feel like that metaphor is just like a forever thing yes where it's like you are way comfortable dealing with the theoretical nightmare yeah like the nightmare problem that could happen that could totally happen oh man i could see it happening oh man here it comes but like the amount of time you actually spend dealing with any problem if it's in your face is it's seconds it's minutes you know it's but yeah we'll spend hours we'll spend days weeks uh dealing with this theoretical like idea you know this impending thing this like pressure it's like for for what it's kind of it's pointless you could just put that down but in the moment it's like everything why is that why is it so prevalent in the moment that it's that big of a deal right then and there and anything else is just... I don't know. It's, I think it's you know. tapping into, like, the primitive part of your brain. That's, yeah. you know, it's like you feel like this is part of your survival, this thing. Right. And it, I can almost guarantee you it's not. 
Yeah. You know. So to anyone out there planning, I feel you. But also, there are a couple things that I would have done differently. <laughs> like what? If I knew, then what I don't know. So basically, I would have... If you could turn back time. If I could turn back time, I would have started planning. I mean, we booked... So we got engaged July 4th, 2017. And I did not sign the paperwork for the venue or, or book the venue, which means that you're essentially saving your date until December. Like late December 2017. And we were going for August 25th, which in wedding time is not that long to plan a wedding. So I would have started that process some way people, sooner. Some people plan a wedding in just a handful of months, but you know, it depends on not, what you're doing. You might and, not and, get the venue you want in the time you want. Yeah, it depends on your personality and how you plan and how you like to be organized. But I definitely put it off for months and months. And that's my fault. And I could have gone to you and been like, what venue do you want? And you would have been like, I'm good with anything. But I was the picky one and looked around and called and emailed and tried to figure it out and got prices back and couldn't afford some and some were okay. And the funny thing about our venue is that I looked at it at the beginning. It's one of the first ones that I saw or my mom told me about it and I was like, oh, I'm going to keep looking. Like, it's cute, but I'm going to keep looking. And then it's the one we ended up booking. So you never know. But I would have started about four months before I actually did. So I probably should have started. What would that have One or two months after we got engaged. Just alleviated certain things in terms of trying to fit everything in all at once. Because things can take longer than you think sometimes yeah i would say if you smushed together all of the planning it would have been three full months or two full months especially after i got hooked up with amber from gather events she's the one that really like changed my life in that way and kicked it into high gear and basically took things off my hands that needed to be done so well, you, you saying that considering that all of well not all but pretty much all of the vendors are friends of yours that you're tight with yeah they were yeah yeah that's true then yeah then your advice is even like double yep double yeah if you're gonna get married you should you should probably be planning your wedding before he even proposes (laughs) a lot of people have pinterest boards and that's okay before he even before you're even in a relationship yeah before you're in a relationship before you're even in a know relationship, where you get married. <laughs> just already start taking some notes. Right. Get like a so, little moleskin note journal and just start filling it out. I basically knew who I wanted to have do everything in terms of vendors. And I'm really lucky that a lot of my friends are in the industry. So that helped a lot. And I ended up flying all of my vendors up to Washington. And it just worked out really well. But I will say that... If you are looking to get married a year after you get engaged, the sooner the better in terms of figuring out details because there's it only is good from there on out. It's only going to make you feel better. And there are certain people who I talk to who get engaged and they just like boom, 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 take care of stuff and have it all figured out and they're ready to go. And I wish I had had that feeling and enjoyed 
the time before our wedding more because it was a lot of travel. I got travel sick <laughs> right before. I think I've mentioned that before on the podcast, but you know, it all worked out, didn't it? Some people get engaged and they're engaged a long time. Yeah, and that's fine that, too. That Good. As well. Yeah, enjoy it. Being engaged Who is fun. Who cares? There's no rule book. Yeah. There's none. Do what you want to do and and feel good about it. I am it's supposed s- to be a celebration after all. Right. And then you're getting a license. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's like a license. It's like all of a sudden you got like a license. I remember I went to go get our marriage license the morning after your accident with my mom and I was really sad in the car. And then <laughs> I was waiting in line in Seattle at the office and everybody else had their partner with them. <laughs> and you had your mother. Actually, she like waited in the car and I went into the myself. I probably was. I told her to because parking was so horrible downtown. What was I doing? You were resting on the couch at home. Probably watching Family Feud at my parents' living room. <laughs> with my feet kicked up. Ice pack on my face. Really quick, I want to talk about food at weddings. We've had a couple real good experiences. And I remember in particular at a client's wedding and throwing it to you, Bargs, Jason and Vicky. You remember exactly <laughs> how that went down. You were very impressed with their food situation. Very, yeah. Very impressed. They had stations. Of yeah, different had, kinds of food. They had approximately four stations. So they had like a sushi, sashimi, like raw bar. So cool. Then they had a place where you can get tacos, like fresh street tacos, and they were super good. In those like metal holders that are cool. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And then they would, then they also had this station where you could get like beef short ribs with you know, mashed potatoes and something like just really and like microgreens. Oh, super good. And then they had a, I don't know, I think they had another station with yeah. something else, like Irish coffees or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so cool. And Irish coffee, by the way, is a coffee with whiskey in it. Yeah, love it. I remember driving away from that one and you could not stop talking about how good it was. You were like, whatever happens at my wedding, I want this food to be at my wedding. That was probably like a midway in my wedding career with you. Um, yeah, that was that, mid that was like, 2016. That was towards the middle of my experience there. And, and that actually was like a catalyst for like, oh, the reason why their food is so good is because they, you know, and then fill in the blank. Right. You start to, right. You start to be like, oh, the reason why they're the venue was here is because of like you you understand how right you know why it is so good and you've said before after you've had done a few weddings with me you've said every couple and venue and food vendor and all of these things that make up their wedding matches this couple's personality 100 percent. yeah yeah it makes so much sense yeah, you can literally take a snapshot and every single thing put together it, like a puzzle piece. Yeah. It's like everything, and that is the metaphor that tells you, then it really doesn't matter. Right. The collection of all these things together puts it all together. And totally. And the people, the people, the people getting married is the real star. But if you have really, you know, excellent food, that might, you know, hot, that might be a highlight and maybe there's like a fight. 
and maybe that's like a low light it might offset each other right you know yeah or someone you know so any there's a million different things that could happen yeah also at that wedding it was really cute because the best quote-unquote man was the groom's sister who was very pregnant at the time and her speech was so cute because she said something to the tune of I'm pretty sure I'm the only pregnant best man you'll ever see at a wedding. It so was really funny. cute. And really, funny. really funny. I love when there's like a flip up of the best man I love it, situation. Yeah. I was Or just like a mix of people on both sides. It's like why not? Heavily considered my dad for my for to be my best man, but I gave it to my brother. I wanted him to get a crack at it and obviously he had a, you know, five run home run. Oh yeah, his speech was <laughs> knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out. If you're out there and you are in the middle of planning a wedding or you're planning on getting married soon, definitely just think about all your options. If you're not picky about your date and you'd rather have your dream photographer over a certain date, then contact your photographer first. Same with the florist or the videographer. All of those things will make your wedding so, so, so special and I highly recommend doing your research and just going with the flow and know that everything is going to turn out to be perfect and you only get answers to the questions that you ask exactly as they say exactly so if there's something that you think is outside your price range don't worry about you it you never know go talk to them yeah go figure it go figure it out you'll be amazed occasionally at how kind people can be if you just you know start talking to them yeah and if you do you know, need let your, let your fly down <laughs> yeah if you do need any recommendations for vendors in Seattle or the San Diego area, you can always email me um, at the podcast email, all about podcast at gmail.com. I'll send along all the people I love and adore. And I think that about wraps her up. That wraps it up. How yeah. about that? Well, that concludes another ed- edition. Was this 30? Was this episode 30? The, the 30th wow. episode. We can drink now. <laughs> We 30th, have been. <laughs> 30th episode of the All About It podcast. We got a few people uh, we just want to thank really quick. You can go ahead. Um, I'm going to thank you, Barks, for producing the show and editing everything so, so beautifully. All right. That concludes all the, the thank yous. <laughs> and it was great. Who are you going to thank? I, who, who am I going to thank? So I, I want to thank Tom Holland's butt in Spider-Man. <laughs> This is where I'm going to insert like a montage, like an audio montage of, you know, some of our best uh, bits and clips. So here's a little montage of that you can enjoy. Three, two, one. Okay. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Are you really going to do that? No, I'm not going to do that. You think I'm really going to do that? No. We have way too much to do. It's so hot out It's so hot. You guys, all the windows are closed. We are sweating. But we appreciate you tuning in. We love you uh, so much. If you're new to the show, it's your main man, Bennett Bargles. You know, back here and again. Ariel at Ariel Bay on the Instagram. Bennett J. Roberts on the Instagram. All about it podcast on Instagram. Instagram is, uh, you know, it's a happening, happening place. It's a place to hang out. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks, you guys. If you want to leave a rating or a review, we are on iTunes, and we appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. Until next time. Bye.